The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. And good morning and not good afternoon, good evening, and hello, good night. It is another edition of the Tailgate, Pat Dooley and the great Jeff Cardozo, purveyor of all he commands, which isn't much. Nope. Although my guy who painted my whole house and in the inside told me as he was leaving, he goes, yep, heading to Jeff next. Yeah, he said he was good, so we'll see. I'm, oh, he I'm was, he giving him a, like two rooms to start, and we'll see if it's he worth it. He did a tremendous job. Okay. I will tell you that. I gave him a, actually gave him a tip today. when He he finished uh, the uh, doing the outside of the house, and I, I gave him a tip. I said, man, you were you were great. Nice. Really good guy. Guy who added Ironwood a lot, too. Mm-hmm. So just happy. His only issue... A Philly fan, yeah. Well, there's a lot of Phillies. We did talk a little Philly stuff about it, but uh, luckily they're not any good this year, so that's right. So we'll be fine. Braves are good, and maybe it's time to turn attention to a little baseball, but yeah, they need to, they, they can't, they got to be better teams. They, they, they tend to not play good against good teams. That's not true. There's a no, it's true, it's a fact, and they don't play good at home. Explain that to me. Well, they got some pitchers hurt. Well, the pitchers, what are they? They are healthy on the road? I mean, they're still in first place. Okay, but look at their home record versus their road record. It'll, it's startling. I got something in my shoe I got to get out of here. Okay, I'll look at, a, at that. Um, there was baseball yesterday. Those of you that came out to Alumni Hall, appreciate you stopping by. A lot of people said hello and got to uh, be a part of the meet and greet out there and that was See, great. Uh, yeah. Some some good gators. There was some good autographs too. I mean, you get Sprout and Waldrop on a baseball. It could be valuable worth a lot someday. Of money. Yeah. So Those guys were really nice thing. too. I, I I appreciated them. And um, you know, I think uh, we we talk about this all the time with. Um, and sometimes we exaggerate it because we never know for sure. But um, recruiting the right people is an important part of being successful in all sports that includes football i mean yeah and real life like real jobs exactly recruit the right people to work for you so you don't want to get you know you can get five i mean think about the five stars florida has gotten lately who have not been so good brenton cox um lingard demarcus bowman whatever whatever happened to him what what a waste of talent. If you're a five-star, you've got to be a good player in some level. It's yeah, he was one of the best in the country coming out of high school. Everybody wanted him. I don't so think he played it's, it's tough. much for UCF this year, did he? Mm-mm. Yeah, kind of a shame. Because I thought when the Gators were going to get him, that was a big deal. I got it's, something in my shoe. They wanted him a few out. years ago, didn't get him, and now finally got him. And yeah. that's not the case. But speaking of five-stars, and you know, this isn't where we're going to go, I – 
Billy Napier continues to get guys to come visit. Now, obviously, you got to close them, but there's a lot of five stars that, when they come out and talk about Florida, are very impressed with what facilities are, and certainly, I think more than anything, what Billy Napier says to them and what they feel like they're going to get in their time at, at UF. So I think that's been encouraging in, in this offseason. to get them in. Yep. You got to like, close on some. And he never got them in before no. because Mullen didn't really care. He wasn't going to even try. No, he is a genius. Yes. So now – He didn't need good players. He just needed to coach up mediocre players, and he would turn yeah. them into great players. Agreed. That was his philosophy, anyway. God, what's wrong with you? I, I'm just I'm having a hard time getting settled here. Flustered. I'm not used to being in the studio. We only had one day where you weren't in the studio. Well, how many days though since we did the show together for the last time? Oh, it's over a week, right? Maybe Tuesday, maybe last week. Wednesday. Do we do Wednesday? Okay. Yeah. So you got that. You've got um, encouraging things coming from Billy Napier and all the people that are coming to visit. And then got some encouraging news yesterday as a, a shooting guard. Isaiah Brown, 2024 class, commits to the Gators. And Todd Golden and what they're doing. He's a top 50 recruit. And you look at the rankings that came out in the portal that Golden was able to get. It's one of the best in the country, at least from a yeah. standpoint of name. So I think everybody that freaked out about those two sports have to understand that it was going to take some time. It was year one and the hiring process revealed that you've got guys that know what they're doing recruiting wise. They know how to coach and it wasn't going to happen year one. Nothing ever really happens that quickly. So I'm encouraged by what we've seen this week. But I will say this, that's not totally true. It just didn't happen here. It happened at uh, Kansas State. First year coach goes in. He did do a great job at the portal. And again, getting Keontae being the huge thing. And obviously Florida wasn't going to get Keontae. Um, so they, they were competitive until the Castleton in, injury. And then from that point on, they, they really struggled. But um, I, I think it's I think in both cases, it's more of a both of them were in year zero. Not all first year coaches are in year zero, though. Some of them come in. They got a plan. They can get guys in. Kansas State basketball being a, a good example of it. There's been other examples in football. Steve Spurrier walking into a loaded roster and saying, "These guys can win. They just got to get their attitude changed." I mean, there there are opportunities in, uh, for a first year coach, but it rarely happens. Let's put it that way. Sonny Dykes was a first year guy, right? Mm-hmm. There, but he he was inheriting a great roster. That's one thing about uh, Todd Golden and Billy Napier. Neither one of them inherited great rosters. They inherited some great players. Colin Castleton, Fentrell Miller. Certainly inherited great players. The problem is they didn't inherit enough great players. And uh, they struggled to kind of get their feet wet. That's my take, and I'm sticking to it. It's a good take. Um, Going back to the Braves, you know who they faced tonight? I think they play the Rangers. Yes. Yes. And they're very good, I, is, which I don't have no idea how they got good. Who is pitching for the Rangers? Um, 
I'm going to go with uh, Nolan Ryan. No. No? Um, trying to think. I know there's somebody good on their team. Didn't DeGrom get shelled, though? Wasn't he on their team? Yeah. Still Did, on their team. Didn't he get shelled? Yeah. Um, so I'll go with... Um, I have no idea. Dane Dunning. Oh, okay. Former Gator will face the uh, the Rangers tonight. Dane Dunning this year. Got to root against him. Sorry. Listen to this. He's 3-0 and with a 1.72 earned run average. Wow. And 31 innings, only giving up 20 hits. So Dane's been... They got a pretty good... What's their, what's their record? Where dandy. Are they, where are they in the... Uh, I don't know. Their division. They're uh, 25 and what 16. What division are they... They're 25 and 16, so actually one one game less than the Braves. So Rangers are off to a good start, and yeah. Dane's a big part of that. They're first in the AL West. And, I mean, is there even a second-place team? I know the A's are in that division, right? They've won nine games. <laughs> nine! That's not even a good football season, although it would be around here. It would be. You'd you would take that. nine right now. No, I mean, the, it's it's Houston, it's the Angels, it's Seattle, so it's a good division. Houston? Houston. That's right. They're in the American League, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I keep forgetting that. Yeah. I can't get that out of me. My, the, the Houston, they used to be called the Colt 45s. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Back in the old days, which I thought was still one of the great nicknames. They should have stayed with it. But then the Astrodome was built, and they became the Astros. Yes, that is uh, exactly what happened. And you know what will happen tonight? Big, big deal. I think uh, a lot of people in Gainesville talking about it, and I encourage you to go over if you have an opportunity. Beholds Bobcats will have a chance to uh, win tonight and go to the Final Four. Rumor has it Kevin O'Sullivan's going to be there I heard watching. That. So. I have heard that rumor from a uh, source close to me who – Pushed on my back a lot today. Nice. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a really, really cool opportunity. This is a, a great group of kids, and I think near and dear to me because it's a lot of kids that I've coached ever since they were 8, 9, 10 years old. Took a whole bunch of them to Cooperstown and on one that of Gator Ball is team. related to you. I one think. is related yes. to me, but yes, so that will uh, certainly. But I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to see there, be yeah. there, see if they're ready for the moment. Does he play when he doesn't pitch? Plays center field. Okay, so so you're excited. track down some balls and throw some people out. Hopefully, what if he throws a winning run or tying run out of the plate on the bottom of the seventh or top of the seventh because it's home game? That'd be cool. And then the next game in the final four, he throws a no hitter. Be cool. Would that be okay? It'd be could fine. You, could you live with that? I would take it. Just needs to get his grades better. <laughs> It'd be all right. We're all in the same boat trying yep. to get our kids a Damn grade kids. Better. Don't have kids. Yeah. Well, don't get married would be the first thing. <laughs> Make it work. All right, so a lot to talk about. But, yeah, if you uh, have an opportunity, I know there's so many people that uh, have ties to Buholtz High School, but if the, if they can win tonight, they have never made the Final Four, and that's what this victory would, uh, would do to them. So I know a lot of people are uh, heading out that way and um, – a lot of them are part of that Gator Ball organization, too. And I know Stephen Barton has uh, bought a whole bunch of tickets for a bunch of Gator Ball kids to go out there and watch and make it a home atmosphere, a fun atmosphere. But they're they're playing a team that ended up upsetting the, the top team in the state 
to uh, to get to this point. So it's a team that's playing really well they beat, uh, out Haggerty, of Orlando, right? and they beat Haggerty yeah. as well. So that's um, and Jeff Pace. Pace school, school, yes, right? it yeah. is. So we'll see if uh, Buholtz can can do it. But yeah, wish wish the boys the best of luck and. Hopefully tomorrow we'll be talking about a trip to the uh, the Final Four. All right. Well, when you said when you said it was a big night tonight, I thought you were talking about the NBA draft lottery. But go is ahead. that tonight? I think so. Really? Do you know as a f- who has the first pick? Well, you wouldn't know. That's why they have the lottery, right? But do you know who has the best chance of having the first? Pick? San Antonio. I have no idea. <laughs> is it San Antonio? I think Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Detroit, San Antonio, and Houston. See. Imagine if well, and and they got that foreign kid that's like God's gift to everybody. So whoever wins, it's basically like they're getting LeBron. Chumbawamo? No. Is that his name? No, but he's. Legit. I get knocked down, but I'll get up again. Chumbawamba, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I thought that was his name. What is it? Adamway. I forget. Okay. But he's legit. He's really good. Seven one can shoot threes and. I just learned how to say Giannis. No, I, ha- I guess I didn't. I don't want to say it wrong. Antetokounmpo. Uh, Antetokounmpo. Yeah, whatever. It's hard for uh, yeah. for me sometimes to get these names right. Just don't talk about. I liked it back in the old days when it was Al Horford, Corey Brewer, Lee Humphrey. And you were close on Chumbawamba. It's it's actually Wembenyama. Ah, there we go. So I get knocked down. Yeah. <laughs> So that's uh, so the uh, opportunity to pick Victor Wenbanyana will uh, happen tonight. All right, we'll get a break. We'll uh, open up our Hail Titan to the Victor MRI hotline and get after. They it. They should play that song when he comes up. Okay. Hail to the Victor's Valiant. That would hmm. be good. That's one school. Nobody else cares about that. But song. he's a Victor. He's Victor. He is. And he's from Victor. Maybe. Which is where my parents are from. Victor, How about that? New York. There you go. All right, we'll take a break. We'll open up the phone lines and get after it. Talk some Gator baseball if you want, softball, anything is fair game. PGA is this weekend. See if Jordan Spieth can get the uh, grand slam, so to speak. Lots to chat about here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Marshall Tempest. The Tampa Bay Rays travel to New York tonight to play the Mets in the first of a three-game series. Coverage for the matchup will begin right here at 6.30 p.m. In Gator news, Florida's very own home run hero, Jack Caglione, was listed as one of 12 semifinalists for the John Olerud Two-Way Player of the Year Award. The men's golf team are in the second round of the NCAA Regionals and finished four under par, tied for sixth place with Kansas State. And in high school sports, the Hernando Leopards host Santa Fe High School for the softball Class 3A regional semifinals tonight. And Williston softball hosts Dixie County for the Class 1A regional finals tonight. Both of these high school matchups begin at 7 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center, and I'm Marshall Tempest. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. 
You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Our own cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout, fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. From every called third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we welcome you back. Dools and Dozo here on a Tuesday edition of The Tailgate. If you want to call, you can. 392-8255. Throw a 352 in front of that, and you will uh, be ready to go. Wasn't uh, ready to go for Doc Rivers. 
game seven. He gets fired today after the uh, the blowout by Boston. Yeah, I, don't, I I I can't blame him. But what do you you got to make somebody the scapegoat? Yeah, I mean, game six was yeah that was the one that the one that, that cost him. But and I was maybe that's why he got fired. It's funny because I was anti-Celtic my whole life, but when Al Horford went on that team, I'm like, I got to root for him. I mean, I love Al Horford. Probably my favorite Gator basketball player of all time. So, um, yeah, I was rooting for them. But um, that game was, uh, again, to get humiliated. Like, if they had lost that game on the last second, uh, he probably wouldn't doesn't get fired, right? Mm-hmm. They would just go, oh, man, just bad luck. But I think they're just like, we got a team that's good enough to be playing for the uh, world championship, and you can't get us there for some reason. And he hasn't. That's What is it, three straight finals they've lost? Yeah, but, I mean, you look at his record, he's 65% of the games he's won, and they had the most wins in franchise history this year since that last time they went to the finals, 2000-2001. So, I mean, you look at where they were, as far as like scoring and stuff, they were one of the three teams in the top ten in both offense and defense. And the MVP. And yeah, you had the MVP. And obviously, he didn't play like an MVP though. Um, yeah. In Game Seven, and you know who else disappeared as he always does yeah. in a big game? James Harden. Yep. He went south for the winner. And Tobias Harris is making a lot of money, and he not any good. So uh, he, yeah. I tell you what, they were really good. I watched a little – I mean, I watched a good part of that game, but I, like on the second TV and <laughs> because there was uh, baseball going on. But um, that was not – I was kind of looking forward to watching a game seven and, and didn't watch a whole lot of game seven because it got ugly. Well, again, it was, it was 55-55 early in the third quarter, and they outscored them 33-10. to 10 in the third quarter yeah, just fell apart and yeah. and maybe that's where you you look at doc and, and what he's done because he's had 16 straight winning seasons as a head coach but that is now the 10th time that he has lost a game seven and it's been five years in a row that he's lost a game seven so there's just something about maybe the motivation or getting guys I don't yeah, know so you you go do I want to get to a game seven or do I want to win a game seven yeah and I mean not a lot of guys can't get you to a game seven mm-hmm. you know but yeah that's kind of rough for him uh but I'm sure he's not he'll be okay looking yeah, for will. looking for cash all right let's get uh back to the phones and get Mick to join us next hey Mick what's up yeah I'd love to hear you talk about uh split finger fastball how do you throw it? Is it held with three fingers? Does it matter where the thumb goes? Uh, how, how much command does a, a pitcher have over over that pitch? I mean, yeah, I, I think more than anything, the more you the more you throw it, the more you get used to the grip and, and understand what to do with it. You're going to be better. Um, I mean, let's just take Waldrop's for example and how good that yeah. is. It might be the best pitch in, in baseball. He's tinkered with that for two years and he's finally found a grip that he really likes with it and I think that's why it's so effective so it 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 really it's it's two fingers and then the thumb of course so three I guess but the it just depends where he's putting the emphasis on the seam and it's it's hard to obviously describe it on radio without a baseball but he puts his right hand on one of the seams or his left finger his right finger's not on the seam 
and where it's just split through the seams, and then that thumb on the back end is touching one of the seams on the bottom. So I, again, that's it's really hard to describe, but he's tinkered you're, with it. You're he's saying tinkered I don't with have it a lot. fingers long enough. To yeah, you definitely those, don't. Yeah. Okay, the the pitcher I associate that that pitch with the most is, uh, of course, Bruce Suter. Yep, yep. He was a reliever. He come out there for two innings or whatever. Now you got a starter throwing that. Can he throw that pitch the whole six innings or? Yeah, I don't think that matters. And and he actually gets better with it as the game goes on. So, um, it, yes, it's it doesn't factor into, you know, making your arm hurt or jeopardizing anything the longer you throw it. And basically, what what you expect the pitch to do is what travel fifty nine feet and then take a nosedive. Yeah, pretty much. And and his the way that and why he likes it so much, it actually, when thrown the way he wants it to be, really dives into a right handed hitter and away from a left handed hitter. So it, it not only has that split finger action, it's got a change up type of action as well. So where you know the old school ways like a suitor or something like that might be where it's just breaking down in the zone this one's breaking down and away from from lefty so that's why you almost call it a changeup too because it has those changeup tendencies and how he throws it and what kind of speed does he have on that pitch that uh, it's, it's, yeah it's mid 80s uh mid mid to high 80s sometimes god almighty <laughs> it's pretty good <laughs> and, and and these kids learn to hit that ball or no nobody's hit it to be honest with you um, they 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 just give up on it, or they swing and they miss it by two feet. Wow! Every everything that he's been hurt on this year has just been been the fastball. So, I think teams just understand it. They they try to recognize it best they can. They eliminate it. They don't swing at it because they're hoping it's going to be a ball, and then they just wait on a fastball. So they try to attack him early in the count. And I think that's where you see him change his approach too. There was a lot of times where the first time through the order, he'd try to just throw fastballs by everybody because he's throwing at 95, 96. But teams have really understood that's what he's trying to do, so they kind of uh, jump on him early with that. And then once he starts throwing the splitty, then nobody can hit him. So now we're, we're going to see him start throwing the splitty a little bit more early on, and that's what we saw the other day. And he threw it for strikes, and Vandy had no shot in that one inning he threw. Yeah. Thanks for explaining that. Yeah, Mick. Bye. All right, appreciate you. Did you throw a splitty? No. You were fastball curve or fastball curve change? And slider, four pitches. Do a knuckle curve, a slider, and then a change up and a fastball. I tell you, it's, it's two different actions. It's dangerous to uh, think about what how good uh, Cags could be with not, if he's truly solved that uh, change up uh, issue that he had earlier. And he's throwing fastballs for strikes. I mean, how do you stand up there and go, all right, 98, 83? You know, it, it's really hard. Yeah. If he can throw it for strikes, that's the key. That is uh, the key for sure. All right, we need a break, so we'll knock that out. We'll come back and uh, continue the conversation. 392-8255, you want to join us here on the tailgate. Live from Weimar Hall. The campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing, since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. All right, guys, listen up. We know lots of things about sports, beer, and some things we can't say on the radio, but one thing I'll admit that I don't know much about is jewelry. But ladies love jewelry, so over the years I've acted like I'm a pro when in reality I've let Oaks Jewelry do all the work. Now there's always that time of year that needs to be celebrated or that time of year when, of course, you're in the doghouse. And either way, Oaks Jewelry's got you. They've got a huge inventory on anything imaginable. So many beautiful things she'll look amazing in and you don't have to do a thing. They'll wrap it, put it in a bag with a bow, and you'll know that she's going to think you're the greatest guy on the planet. Folks, it doesn't get any easier. Oaks Jewelry does all the work. You get all the credit. It's your special somebody. She's worth it. And something special from Oaks Jewelry is what she really wants. Check them out right across the street from the Oaks Mall on Newberry Road in Gainesville. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Isolated sea breeze showers will continue working inland and east throughout the evening. They'll die out a few hours after sunset. Overnight, partly cloudy skies turning mostly clear, but areas of dense fog should develop by tomorrow morning, especially across interior locations. Low temperatures to start off our day near 70 degrees. Tomorrow afternoon, hot and humid highs near 90, scattered afternoon storms. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> watching that gang and you're watching Jason Tatum and you're going and he was first team all NBA. I'm one of humbly one of the best basketball players in the world. Okay. Humbly, I'm one of the great greatest players in the in the world. 
And he is. But there are times that he just frustrates me. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes. And you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. In the boat, don't free <laughs> that's, uh, no, that sounded like uh, Eddie Murphy doing all the buckwheat songs. Nook and Panub and all the long back there. <laughs> you were like, Dubberry Hill. I saw you just saw the uh, tweet on uh, Sarah getting the job down I in did, Miami. I did, yes. I'm so happy for her, and I feel like I've made her career, but uh, I'm kidding. Oh, I believe I did, doing <laughs> the Friday night football games with her. We uh, we both have a great relationship with her, and uh, we did Gainesville uh, game day together. And, uh, I mean, believe me, that girl that walked into that place was raw. Yeah, didn't know much. And now she's going down to Miami after doing a stint in Lexington. She is really good at what she does, and... Just a sweet – we had her over for Thanksgiving dinner a couple of years ago because we wanted to make sure she had somewhere to go. She's just one of the sweetest people I know, and Kelsey was a big fan of hers and um, or is still a big fan of hers. So, and uh, the Sarah we're talking about, for those of you who don't know, Sarah Cardona, yeah. almost Cardozo, sounds similar. But not almost. Yes, but not almost. She's but yes. way better looking than you are. <laughs> well, so, yeah, she'll be going down there to cover the uh, Dolphins of Heat, the Panthers, and – Good Marlins and stupid hurricanes. She's going to be on ESPN one day yeah, or, or, or CBS or something. We're going to go, man, I can't believe she made it that far. She's so good. But she's really good at it, and she's gotten better, and she's um, just a uh, terrific person, one of my favorite people. No doubt. Proud of her. You could probably describe Porter the same way, right? Uh, I would not go as far. <laughs> Porter, what's up? Not much. Um, I, I missed the uh, – the, the the description, so I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. So, um, you, uh, I wanted to ask you: you were, you were describing the, the split finger grip, the Ford grip. I can't remember who, it, who which which pitcher it was, but he 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 said he, he learned to throw it. He's walked all around all day with a softball between his fingers to, to build the, the flexibility. And um, uh, I, I can't remember who, who it was. It was back in the you know late seventies. Yeah, I mean it would make sense. I use the term forkball rather than a split finger. But um, uh, so if I understood what you were saying, the, the, you're, if you're right-handed, your middle finger and your thumb have most of the pressure, and the index finger is is the one that's kind of split out of place, and it doesn't have as much. I guess uh, no, it'd be the opposite. The middle the middle finger is not doing too much. It's the it's your pointer finger, your index finger is the one that's okay, kind of so it's your index and your thumb. Yeah, thumb okay. giving giving you that action of more like a change up action. Gotcha. Um, one question I want to ask you: I've never I've, the knuckle curl. I've heard it used a bunch. I, I, I obviously I didn't throw it. <laughs> I, I, I tinker around a knuckleball, but uh, look, what I don't understand the principle of the knuckle curve because the whole point of the knuckleball is you throw it without spin, and there's an, there's a random unexpected nature that the 
isn't the matter. Well, it's, yeah, so, so kind of the same concept, Porter. You're, you're basically taking your index finger there, but now you're utilizing your middle finger as the one that's putting on the pressure. That's the one that's on the seam. So it's your middle finger and your thumb doing all the work, and you make you you, you take you, like you, I don't know, it's, again, it's hard to describe on radio, but you're you're I got you. you're sticking your fingernail as you bend your th- thumb into the baseball, but that's not really doing anything. You don't want that to even really do anything, but it's not like you can cut off your index finger. So you're basically having nothing on the ball with that. Did you think about doing that? And you're Cutting throwing it over the top, finger. yeah, just to have it be a good pitch. <laughs> What is the rotation supposed to be? That's what I guess. Like I'm, 12, 12 to it. six action, so straight over the top. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure I'm boring other people out there, so that's, that's the end of that. Um, there was a one I, I, I always wanted to kept saying that you're a, a Warriors fan. I was like, I, I've read you and heard you for years and years, and I just I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. And, you know, at least you owned up uh, a, a week or so back. Warriors fan, you've been one for about six years or something. <laughs> well, yes, yeah. since Curry got there. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a, yeah, I'm a Steph Curry fan, is what I am. Yeah, and believe me, if they end up because they're going to do something, they they've talked about whether they're going to get the team or not. If they trade Steph Curry, it, they'll go the way of the Lakers, which I was a Lakers fan my whole life. They traded Shaq, I hate him now. You root. All right, I, was just, I don't root for the laundry. I root for the players, and and when I get to the pros, except the Braves, always. I don't care what losers we have on our team. I'm still going to root were, for the you, Braves. But yeah, you were uh, you had the same kind of influence as I had. My only uh, my hockey team was the the Flames. No, not Calgary. The Atlanta Flames. Because that's the only one I got to yeah. see. They weren't really good. And I, the, the Atlanta Hawks were my basketball team. They weren't very good either. John Drew and Brownfield and Drew Rollins. And, of course, then when they got Dominique, they started doing some. You know, Kevin Willis. And the, Kevin Willis was a yeah, hell of a player. Yeah, Kevin Willis. Kevin Willis and, you know, there, were, there were some guys, Comic Miller, I remember on there. But uh, Spud Webb, how about him? But, um, yeah, the point is that, that, that that's what influenced me. Of course, they weren't going to get in the playoffs, so I had to pick somebody. And I always picked the team that was the underdog, so I was always rooting for the Celtics. It was, I mean, I'm sorry, the, the Sixers, and it was never quite working out for me. <laughs> but um, anyway, I was just curious how you thought you were a Warriors fan. I was kind of doubting it. So, yeah. the Seth Curry. Okay. I, all right, I don't, okay. All right, Porter. I don't disagree with you. I'm I am a Warriors fan as long as they have Steph Curry on the team. I just he's my guy. Okay, I like him a lot. I like him. A lot. I like it a lot. Let's get uh, Mitch to join us next. Hey, Mitch. Hey, how you guys doing today? Great. Good. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, I got a question, and uh, maybe I just haven't paid attention or not, but I listen to most of my games, baseball games on the radio. And uh, it started to rain the other day, and I heard Jeff saying, eh, the Gators are coming out to roll the tarp. What in the heck are they doing that for? Yeah, they make the players all roll Yeah, there's, the there's just yeah. Not, not enough staff to uh, be able to do it. And then especially when it starts to rain, it gets heavier, so it's really all, all hands on there. deck. Yeah. So and and they actually had a hard time getting it on because it would rain in so hard, and the yeah. the ground had already been saturated underneath, so it gets heavy. And you know we 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 did that twenty five years ago. We were all tarp guys too. So um, okay. that's pretty much the standard of of all of college baseball. Oh, okay. That was my next question. Yep. Okay. Now they don't want them going to playing basketball and stuff or <laughs> skateboarding, but. <laughs> All yeah. right, well, thanks for that, guys. Have a great day. All right, Mitch, thank you. No, yeah, but it's it's it, it's always comical to watch those guys that are on scholarship going out there and rolling the tarp out, although it's not the starters, you know. 
It's no, not it's like everybody. They're all out there. Sully was even out there the other day doing. Oh, was it. he? Yeah. Sully yeah. grabbed a piece of it and started pulling. You don't ever see that. Well, he probably wanted the game to get started back yeah. as soon he as didn't possible. Want to lose yeah. Let's get uh, Liam to join us next. Liam, what's up? What's up, guys? Jeff, question. So do you see this team going to Omaha? Do you see this team winning the national championship? And what do you see the difference from last year's team? I mean, I, I think they're capable of winning it, but you you have no idea. I mean, if every there's, if, a, there's a lot of teams capable. Yes, of if if yeah, but if they played the, the way that they did this past weekend, they would win a national title. Like that's how good they played. But that's not sustainable. It's it's really I, hard yeah, to do that. And I think you'll know a little more about them after this weekend. After yeah, Thursday, see if they can Friday, go up Saturday. to Kentucky, keep it going, do it on the road. Go but win the fortunate three, thing is yeah. they should have solidified hosting a regional and a super regional, saying you're at home, and they were great at home all year. And, they, you know, especially if it's a super regional, they didn't lose a three-game series at all to anybody. So that's what you would have to get to Omaha. So you like your chances with that. I like the depth of the pitching. And to me, that's, that's the difference is they have finally three guys that can pitch. And it wasn't all that good last year. You know, you had Barco get hurt, so Neely had to step in, and then you didn't really have a closer. And... The closer you were using last year, Slater, is not necessarily a closer, but he's found a role as like the long relief guy or setup guy. And now Neely's back to being a closer, kind of similar to what you saw with Byrne in 2017. And you have a staff like you saw in 2017. And then this offense is better than what Gators had in 2017. So, yeah, on, on paper, they're one of the best, if not the best team in the country. The question is now, can you just put it all together? Because obviously we've seen lapses where they haven't been able to, and you just hope you're hot at the right time. And then I had another question. Who do you guys see winning the Cup? Do you see, do you see a Florida team winning? Do you see the Panthers winning considering what they've done in the last two series? I mean, it's, it's hard you, you to – You handle that one, Jeff. Well, it's, it's hard not Who to they think that because of what they've been able to do. But The Kraken or the Canines? Or Vegas? In the Eastern Conference Finals. Yes. So those are, those are the guys on the other side. Um, I lost interest once the uh, Lightning and the uh, Rangers were eliminated. Yeah, no, we'll see. I, it's it's obviously been fun, and I think that's what even scares me about the Buholtz game tonight because, you know, you had a an underdog team beat the number one, and that's similar with the Panthers. And, I mean, there's something to be said for that, for guys that get hot at the right time, and we're just sitting there talking about Gator baseball. And if the Panthers continue to, to play like they've done, then, yeah, they, they should keep winning. So, I don't know. It'll be fun for sure. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, dude. Uh, I want to uh, – I guess we need to take a break. I want to come back and I want to talk to you about this because, believe me, in the early morning hours today, mm-hmm. all the sports talk shows I listen to nationally, all they wanted to talk about was this Aaron Judge thing. I want to talk to you about it okay. when we come back from break. Sounds good. So let's do it. We'll come back and uh, wrap up hour number one. You're listening to The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Marshall Tempest. Tampa Bay Rays travel to New York tonight to play the Mets in the first of a three-game series. Coverage for the matchup will begin right here at 6.30 PM. In Gator news, Florida's very own home run hero, Jack Caglione, was listed as one of 12 semifinalists for the John Olerud Two-Way Player of the Year Award. The men's golf team have finished the second round of the NCAA Regionals, four under par, and tied for sixth place with Kansas State. In high school sports, the Buholtz baseball team hosts the Winter Springs Bears tonight for the Class 4A Regional Semifinal. 
Also tonight, North Marion Baseball hosts Bishop Moore for the Class 4A Regional Semifinal. Both of these high school matchups begin at 7 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center, and I'm Marshall Tempest. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. The holidays are here, and as much as we like friends and family coming over, sometimes there are those few that make the house smell like poo-poo. Well, there's an easy solution for the ones you don't want in the house. Show them the outhouse, because with Florida Portable Services, it's as easy as you not liking that casserole that Grandma brought over. They provide portable toilets, restroom trailers with AC, and you can even listen to music and watch TV while you pee. Call 1-800-864-5387 and book your reservation today. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. When you buy a diamond at International Diamond Center, you can bring it back a year from now, trade it up to a bigger one, and get 110% of your original purchase price toward the new diamond. You pay me $10,000 for my diamond. When you come back and you want to trade it up, you're going to get that $10,000. Plus, we're going to give you a bonus of $1,000. IDC owner Keith LeClaire talking about IDC's industry-leading diamond trade-up policy. So you're getting 110% on what you paid for that diamond. Who else does this? I'm going to pay you more for that diamond than you paid me in the beginning. The 110% upgrade is just another thing that separates IDC from the rest. We stand behind what we sell. We know what we're selling. We believe in what we're selling. And we know the inherent value of that diamond. At IDC, your trust means everything. We want you to feel that you can buy with confidence. International Diamond Center. Highest quality, insane selection, guaranteed best value, full transparency, and the strongest consumer protection warranties in the industry. Our job is to keep you as a customer. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Big news at Electronics World. Electronics World is now under new ownership. Hi, this is Tom Collette. EW is still locally owned and operated, still giving you big box prices with personal service. Our new ownership group is dedicated to providing you the ultimate customer experience while guiding you through all the latest smart home automation and entertainment products and services. Come visit our 5,000 square foot showroom and design center in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. We welcome you back 
Dolz and Dozo here with you. Daniel producing today, so call him up, say hey, and we'll chat with you. Uh-oh, it's looking a little dark outside. That's not good. Yeah, I put a uh, lid on the grill. I, I set the grill up so Karen could light it, so when I got home, it'd be all ready to go, and I, I'm cooking burgers tonight. But I put a lid on it because I, I – look, it's that time of year. We're basically in summer, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody has different seasons – it's going to be the high is going to be 61 at, at uh, Oak Hill in Rochester on uh, Thursday, the first round of the PGA. It will not be 61 here for a long time. Nope. Uh, but yeah, we're uh, we're in our season where you're going to get rain in the afternoon. We got it on uh, Friday, as you know, very late at night, and I parked in the worst possible place i put you know that one parking lot space down the corner where the water all drains and so we you threw us out finally about yeah. 10 o'clock friday night and i mean my shoes were just ruined from it and then um saturday we got rain obviously you had to wait for the game yeah that we did yeah well antonio doesn't have to wait anymore let's talk to him what's up dude Hey, what's up? Um, went to my first, uh, well, in person at least, went to my first Gator baseball game. Oh, baby. This weekend. and uh, <laughs> So I guess I went yeah, at the right you time. You better come back. Oh, I'm definitely, oh, I'm definitely coming back. I love um, the atmosphere and I love the way they uh, built the stadium. That's a beautiful stadium. It is amazing. I was, uh, I was talking to Paul Gardner today about it. I said, you know, kids today um, – have an option of, of staying in school or, or, you know, and getting NIL money or going to the pros. And a lot of these kids are saying, you know, I want to play in stadiums like this, not crappy stadiums like single A ball or double A ball. Yeah. This is better than any double A stadium in, in America. Probably I would think don't, I mean, I don't know if you know them all, Jeff, but no, I think it's up there. Yes. Yeah, it's nice. And um, Dooley, Mr. Dooley, correct me if I'm wrong, but then you say your record not too well when you go to uh, Gator games in person. It it was going really bad, but I have not. I I was at the game Sunday, so I think I don't think I think I'm undefeated this year in baseball. But I I didn't do great in basketball, and I was 0 and 1 in football. So. Well, well, my record pretty good. It's my um, I, I can't count how many times, but I know I've been to probably. Ten or more different Gators events, and I've only witnessed one loss, and that was the two. I think it was the Mississippi State when they came here, in like 2011. Other than that, I got a pretty good record when seeing uh, Gator teams play live. Well, Not a baby. Maybe they need to start bringing you to all, more games. They could, they could. Maybe so, man. <laughs> 2011. So that was the year Dan Mullen came here and won like what 10-7. Yeah, the field because we missed the field goal. I think at yeah. the last minute. What what a terrible yeah. game that was. Yeah, that was that was bad, man. That, I mean, Mississippi that, State that, didn't even try to score. They just were like, we, we just want to keep the ball. Don't give it back to you. It was it was an awful yeah. game. Yeah. Um, the uh, Calion. Uh, I'm I don't know if I'm saying this right, name right. Jack Calion. Calion. Yep. Uh, the third third day pitcher, right? Correct. Then, then that one that was his best outing of this year. It looked like it. That was his because I know he was struggling 
earlier, but he's, he seemed like he's starting to get it together. Yeah, last couple of starts now he started to, to throw strikes. He had one bad inning last week where he walked three guys and, and they took him out of the game in the fourth. But that's the best he's done. It's the longest he's gone in the SEC. The previous high was five, so he goes six and two-thirds. He went six and two-thirds with nine strikeouts in the first game of the year. So it basically tied that, but this was, but this a, was a much, much better, better opponent. Yeah, and a much more on the line. You're yeah. playing for first place. Yeah, well, much more. Yeah, more pressure. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say it's his best outing of the year for sure. So, um, so why, why was he pulled after he struck out the last batter? Um, I think it was in the seventh. Was it because he threw too much or? I couldn't see the innings. I, I mean, the uh, pitches, I assume he got to 100. He was just under that, but um, it was a right-hander coming up, so they wanted to make sure that you know things didn't get out of there. And did you agree with that? Yeah, I was fine with it. Okay. Yeah, it, I mean, okay. No, no, no. You had you had the guys ready, so yeah. and, and Sully does a good job of kind of understanding when guys should. I, I think he protects pitchers. Well, arms and the plan too, yeah. going into that inning was the first three hitters. It was left, right, left, and yeah. I think the. The hope was Cag could get all three of them out, but one of them guys got on, so he got the other two out and then had to just get one more out after that. Yeah, because that's how I took it. At. Maybe he was uh, protecting his arm, but I wanted to see him finish the inning because he had such a great day. Yeah, but, and I um, think, too, Sully's really good about understanding when you can lengthen a guy out in, a, in the postseason yeah. and that you want them fresh for that. I mean, do you agree with that, Jeff, that he likes to – like I, I may pitch him another batter if we're playing to stay alive for the season or whatever versus a uh, regular season game where he's got his bullpen all ready to go. And obviously uh, Neely was had uh, not pitched a lot lately. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he had pitched the night before, but he hadn't pitched a lot lately. So I think that, that was another factor in it. Um, um, Jeff, do you, do you think that uh... – we might have an eighth or seventh seed. But I know if we have that, we host, the, I think, the regionals and super regionals. Are we in line for that? Oh, yeah. I think latest projections had them as either three or four. So I, I think when you look at RPI and everything that's factored into it, I mean, right now there's no problem whatsoever of being a top eight national seed. Now you don't want to go up to Lexington and lose all three and then all of a sudden – lose a game in the SEC tournament and yeah, then you go four and cuz you could end up a five which means you might that then it would be single elimination what if you're a five seed in the SEC tournament yeah but it's double elimination if you're where top 4 top uh, 4 yeah so but that's that's in Hoover but he's talking about the regional and super regional being yeah, but, a top 8 yeah but I'm saying to get to that type 8 if you lose these three and then you lose so you would only have one game if you were a five seed, no, I could still lose all three and, and be a top four seed. Okay, but I'm just saying if you ended up a five seed, and then you would only play, you could only play one game possible. Yes, you could lose the first. Game. And if you lose four in a row, that's that would knock you out of the eight. Would you agree with that? What? I don't know about that. Okay, but maybe. Well, I well you know I, better well, than I hope me. They, well, I hope they keep the momentum going because, and I'm pulling for um. I'm pulling for Arkansas to lose. I'm hoping Vanderbilt at least get one or two, and we get two against Kentucky, and I think that ties us with Arkansas in this. No, so you'd have to finish one better than them. So if Arkansas lost one, Gators would have to sweep. 
If Arkansas lost two, then the Gators would have to at least win oh, one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so okay. they've got a one-game lead right now. And the good thing is that they didn't play Florida this year, so there's no head-to-head or there's no tiebreaker loss, and it would be a shared uh, regular season title, which hasn't happened in a while around here, so it'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. When's the last one they yeah. won? I don't know the answer to that. Uh, I don't think they won in 17, right? Regular season? Oh, I'd have to look. Well, I'm def- I definitely will be attending every game here if they host in both, you know, the regional and super regional. Kind of suck what happened to um the lacrosse team. I'm hoping that it's not like a uh like how the volleyball team is, you know, how we like dominate the conference, but come term term tournament time, we can't get over the hump. But I just yeah, that get a lacrosse that, team a shout out. Yeah, and, and that was a tough one because they were, um, I mean, they were down four goals and they came back to tie it and then lost with 10 seconds to go and to end your season with 10 seconds to go never fun never fun for any any sport yeah one more one more question before no we got to get out of here sorry we got to get out of here okay sorry antonio have a good one uh we got to get out of here we'll come back with the second hour brought to you by melden law pat dooley and the great jeff cardozo here on the tailgate we will take a break and then we'll come back for another full hour WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gattles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. QC Kinetics provided amazing pain relief for a former professional baseball player, and you have access to the same life-changing treatments as retired Braves pitcher Jose Alvarez. I put a lot of stress and strain and work on my right arm, but my right elbow took most of the damage with three surgeries. Arthritis developed, and the pain was unbearable. It wasn't just pain when I was trying to play sports. It was any time I was moving the right elbow. It was pretty excruciating at times. That's when Jose discovered QC Kinetics and the Generative treatments that help the body heal itself, restoring damaged tissue and providing relief with no surgery or downtime. Jose's message to the medical professionals at QC Kinetics? My elbow is feeling outstanding. Where were you 10 years ago for crying out loud? QC Kinetics is right here. Call for your complimentary consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352 400 4550. 
Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air let's do it it's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. <laughs> you do the left, to left of the foul line or right. <laughs> All right, hour two has arrived. Welcome back to the tailgate, or welcome in for the first time if you just clocked out. Congratulations, you made it through another workday. Now you got to battle traffic, but hey, you get to listen to us for the next hour. Jeff Cardozo, Pat Dooley. Daniel is here taking the phone calls today, and we're talking about a lot of different things. So have at it. If you want to call us on our Titan MRI hotline, you are more than welcome to do so. I don't want to glance at you the wrong way because then I they may accuse me of stealing signs. So The judge thing? Yeah. That is I, – I don't quit. Look, my thing has always been, Jeff, and you know me, stealing signs is part of the game. I mean, Rick Eckstein was a, the the best ever at that. It's part of the game. But if you want to throw at a guy because he's stealing signs, that's fine too. But, I mean, you can't. I mean, maybe you no, can. No, if you're doing it electronically or you're banging yeah, on garbage cans, that's not right. But if you have figured out this guy's tipping his pitches and you're telling the guy, fastball, fastball, you know, it used to be, I know that Lopes had a, uh, he would say, fire one in there, and that meant fastball, you know, or something like that. Or, yeah, or, or use first name, last name. Yeah. So it would be like, hey, Aaron, come Snaps. on, Aaron. Snaps is yeah. the name of the game. Or come on, judge, come on, judge, and you know it's off speed. But Or use the number. Babe Ruth. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> Kling taught things. me that. 
we used to use that in bars all the time. We'd, we'd go up to people and go, hey, my wife, you, you come up with a name and I'll, my wife will be able to get it just by, without me saying anything but an initial. Give me a name. Because. I love you. Yeah. It's the name of the game. That's the way it Madonna. was. Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to the uh, the phones. We can talk about Judge if you'd like to. We'll see what Butch takes us. Hey, What's up, Butch? Guys? No, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I One question that came to mind real quick after that, it's not against the rules to steal signs if you're not doing it electronically, right? I mean, Correct. If you yep. your signs. If you're smart enough to do it, you can do it. Okay. People get well, upset that, about it, but I, I don't. I think it's fine if you're not doing it with any electronic help like Miami did all those years ago. Uh, Jim Morris, notorious cheater. Um, but um, no, if you can just figure out this guy, when he touches the bill of his cap, he's throwing curveball. And so you signal it in to a guy. Just like I said, you can say, come quat. Well, that leads to my second question. And this is, I guess Jeff would be the best one to answer this question. When I'm up to bat and you're the pitcher, am I am I seeing a ball to hit or am I just guessing and reacting? No, you're, if you guess, you're not going to be able to hit. You, you basically, you, you try to see the ball out of the hand, judge whether or not it's got spin to it, and then... Hit it. I mean, I think a lot of guys, if that's what in you like do over and second, over and over, you've got to figure out yeah, whether second the, and a half. It's it's pretty been, quick, yeah. but I mean, you you can, you can see it um, because you've done it enough. You can tell whether it's a fastball or a curveball and be able to adjust to it. Now, obviously, if it's thrown right and it's a it's a tough pitch to hit, then you're not going to be able to hit it no matter what. But I think the the best of the best to have that hand eye coordination and are able to see it. Okay, and the last question, and, and I've asked you this before, and I don't remember the answer to it. It befuddles me that you can come out of football and go straight into the NFL and start your freshman or rookie year. Why can't you come right out of college and do that same thing in baseball? No, you can. There's a few people that do it, but there's not a lot. I mean, there was there was a kid that was playing for Campbell last year, and he's now up with the Angels. Just not even – I mean, Paco Rodriguez, who the Gators had, part of those great World Series teams, he was up four months later after pitching in the College World Series. I think it just – it just depends, like, a, a role. Do you fit? Do they, you know, have a spot for you? I think the, the hard part is when you get a young kid like that, that, you know, there's already other guys in the organization that have been there, and it's just really tough to jump them. Yeah, and again, the NFL doesn't have minor leagues, so correct. they're not uh, there, developing these players. Yeah, there, there's guys that have been in the part of the organization because instead of going to college, they went to high school, so... Instead of three years of college, they've been in the organization for three years, and that guy might be better or at least more well-known within right. the organization than the college guy. The NFL so. just has a uh, practice squad, which is, what, yeah. eight guys? Eight yeah. or ten guys? I don't know well, how many so, it is anymore. Uh, so you're saying there's a little bit of politics to it, then, in a way. I mean, Not politics. I think it's just the development that you can do with a player uh, at, at a college uh, in minor leagues that you don't have an opportunity to do in the NFL – and uh, that's what I think a lot of people see as the XFL and the USFL, although I don't think five guys from either one of those yeah, leagues you're not getting totally called up. are getting called up. Yeah. yeah. All right. I've already taken too much time already. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, Butch. 
I had a point I was going to make, and I cannot remember it. It was baseball yeah, related. Been oh, I know what it was. I, I, I've always said this, and maybe you, you'll tell me I'm wrong, okay? I think the most important thing for a, a good baseball player, everybody can say it's this, it's this, it's this, is your eyes. If you can't see the ball coming out of the pitcher's hand or you don't see the ball in the outfield, you don't get the jump right. I think eyes are the most yeah, important. I think it's been proven that the better hitters in the history of Major League Baseball have had better eyesight. Yeah, and I I, don't, I think it's not just the hitting part. I think it's uh, – I mean, I can't imagine – I mean, I used I, – when I was a kid, if somebody hit me a fly ball, I knew where the ball was going to go. I can't imagine it now. Now I'd be going – what? Yeah, you have no shot. <laughs> There's a ball in the air. Hopefully it doesn't hit me in the head, but it is. And we saw this with Robertson on um, Sunday, Jeff, where the guy who never takes a bad angle on it took a bad angle on, on a ball and it went over his head. Uh, what turned out not to be a big deal, but uh, at the time it, you were like, oh, gosh. Yeah, I those are the hardest ones to get, those yep. line drives. Yep. See what uh, Derek's got for us today. Hey, Derek. Well, Barry Bonds, Bob Horner are two names that come to my mind. I don't think they played any minor league baseball. Yep. Um, and I think they were trying to send Bob Horner down at one point, and he absolutely refused. But those yeah. first two names that come to my mind. Horn, Horns uh, just said, hey, uh, I'll let you know when I'm ready to go down. Yeah. I'm going to go hit four homers in this game. I don't think Jim Abbott played in the minors either, to be honest. I don't think Bob Feller did either. I was at the Bob Horner game in 1986, I believe, when he hit four home runs. Nice. I, I was listening on the radio. I do not. Well, I actually called uh, about Gator Golf. There was a time, I think last week, you spoke about a Gator Golfer that won a national championship, and I've just not been following Gator Golf. My question is, as a big Billy Horschel fan, Matt Every, Bubba Dickerson, Chris Couch, the Jagas, do we have any anybody on the tour that is a Gator Golfer that's not getting any airtime that I could follow. I'm just not really paying attention. Does anybody come out of the Gator program? I know Georgia and Alabama have had a lot of success. Is there somebody that's on the tour besides Horschel? Not but, much. Uh, I mean, Horsefield is on the um, the uh, Live Tour, and he was playing uh, the DP Tour before that. Um, he's probably the most successful player since Billy in college. Uh, but I mean, the, some of these guys that are on this team now, they had a bad day again today. And they, I, unfortunately they're in a situation where they better play their butts off tomorrow. They're going to be done. The, the season's going to be over. Yeah. I mean, they're in sixth place. You got to be in the top five and they're like seven shots back. So, uh, beyond he's the highest ranked guy, uh, in, in terms of guys, but no, I mean, Matt, every was, had a, made a big splash one Bay Hill twice. But he's kind of faded away. Horschel's yeah, Camilo Viegas was up there for a little bit, but he huge thing fell away. Fell away, and then uh, Horschel's really kind of the uh, standard bearer for uh, Gator Golf right now. Yeah, I didn't know Viegas has lost his status because he's no, he's event. still well. He gets uh, what do they call it? Yeah, um, where they let you play in a term because of your name. Uh, I know he played at Hilton Head, for example. Because they love him there. I think he won Hilton Head one year. Maybe that's why. Well, just trying to keep an eye out for any Gator golfers that I, you know, I led to follow Horschel, but I just uh, wanted to see if there's somebody I'm just missing that. Of course, D 
DPS isn't following or covering because he's not, you know, making a cut or something along that line. But yeah, uh, I'm I curious. I there's, it. there's not. Well, I tell you who's out there is uh, Tyson Alexander. Mm-hmm. It's on the tour. Yeah. Okay. He hasn't done a whole lot yet. Yeah, it was Coach's son. Yep. Okay. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks. All right. Yep, Derek. Thank you. All right. We got to. I wish there were like ten guys on the tour that were Gators. It'd be a lot more fun fun. than watching all these dogs. Yeah, but you still might start to see that now with what JC has been able to do and and develop. Yeah. Hopefully, they can have a better day tomorrow. Today was moving day, and they didn't move too much. No, they. What shot even, I think, today, and everybody's shooting. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Georgia. Georgia's like 40 under, and they're not even highly ranked. Um, but they're having a great day. They must, the course must fit their eyes. That it does. All right, we'll uh, take a break, come back with more right after this. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ellie Shreve. In Gator Sports, the men's golf team competed in the second round of the NCAA Regional Tournament today. The Gators finished four under par and tied for sixth place with Kansas State. Moving to Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays traveled to begin a three-game series tonight against the Mets. The Rays remain the top team in the AL East, while the Mets sit fourth in the NL East. You can catch coverage of tonight's game right here at 6.30. Meanwhile, in high school sports, there's plenty of baseball and softball postseason action. Tonight, local games include Buholtz Baseball hosting Winter Springs in the Class 6A Regional Semifinal and Williston Softball hosting Dixie County in the Class 1A Regional Final. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ellie Shreve. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. The calendar has turned, and it's time to start planning the annual carnival dressed up as a charity golf tournament known as the Bob Dooley Invitational. Leonardo's is proud to once again be a title sponsor of the funnest event in Gainesville. When you eat at Leonardo's, your money stays in town, and thanks to the support of the tailgate listeners, we're able to continue to make a positive impact in the community. Leonardo's Millhopper is Gainesville's iconic restaurant. Did you say funnest? Hey, just like our garlic butter, I was on a roll. (laughs) All right, guys, listen up. We know lots of things about sports, beer, and some things we can't say on the radio, but one thing I'll admit that I don't know much about is jewelry. But ladies love jewelry, so over the years I've acted like I'm a pro when in reality I've let Oaks Jewelry do all the work. Now, there's always that time of year that needs to be celebrated or that time of year when, of course, you're in the doghouse. And either way, Oaks Jewelry's got you. They've got a huge inventory on anything imaginable. So many beautiful things she'll look amazing in, and you don't have to do a thing. 
They'll wrap it, put it in a bag with a bow, and you'll know that she's going to think you're the greatest guy on the planet. Folks, it doesn't get any easier. Oaks Jewelry does all the work. You get all the credit. It's your special somebody. She's worth it. And something special from Oaks Jewelry is what she really wants. Check them out right across the street from the Oaks Mall on Newberry Road in Gainesville. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout, fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back to the tailgate. Second hour brought to you by Melton Law. They won't back down. Tomorrow, Robert A. Andrew. What does the A stand for in Robert A. Andrew? Alan. Albert. Mm. Although his uh, nephew is named Alan. Will be in here. And uh, as Jeff wings his way to lovely Lexington, Kentucky. I would put Lexington probably third on my list of SEC cities. Really? You know, eliminate Gainesville. We can't. Yeah. You can't argue for against Gainesville. I'd probably go Athens, maybe Baton Rouge, then Lexington. Why Baton Rouge? Baton Rouge has got some cool stuff in it, and it is great tailgating. But it's even then. I I don't know. Maybe not Baton Rouge. I mean, I know how much you hate them, but um. Well, I mean, I wouldn't go College Station. Certainly wouldn't include Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. The problem for Tuscaloosa is we never see Tuscaloosa. We we drive into the game, or used to, drive into the game and drive out of the game three hours to get out of just out of Tuscaloosa proper. Brutal. I hate it. I hate, I hate going to Auburn. Auburn is not a bad city. but Nothing it's there. No. Well, there's golf courses, though. But the the problem with Auburn is getting out of there. It's just brutal. And getting in, actually. 
So, um, but I mean, that's pretty much every FC. I mean, what would your three be? Your top three? Because you do get to go to Athens every other every yeah. year. I would say I mean, Athens is probably one, same as you, which it's is you time. know nobody ever gets to go there, so they yeah. probably don't think that. Um, well, I was lucky; I get to cover Georgia for a while, so I get to go to there a lot. There's yeah. a lot to do in Kentucky, and we've been there several times when Keeneland has been going on. Yeah. So I'd go over to the You're races. Right. Lexington's probably too. so I I do yeah. like that, and then I don't know L- LSU. It just depends where you stay and what you do. Like one time That's, we. St- we That's stayed Columbia, out South Carolina is the same the, way. Depends yeah, on where you stay. Where you stay. Yeah. One time we stayed out by the water, and you know you got to go to the casino boats and have a good time. Yeah. So that's I mean, you don't see that normally with LSU, but I mean yeah you eliminate both Mississippi's Missouri. Oh. Well, I don't. The like, Ole Miss is nice, but it's just not a lot to do there. I never have been really to downtown uh, Oxford. I've been because we always stayed in Memphis. So, I mean, how many times we go there? Three times maybe in the whole uh, era of college uh, football at Florida. I mean, I went to Fayetteville for a basketball game, but I, I was not impressed with Fayetteville. I've never been overly – I mean, no, number 14, and it'll be number 16 in a couple of years, is still going to be Starkville. I mean, but, again, I think you're forgetting the most important one. Columbia, Missouri? No. <laughs> Nashville. Yeah, but Nashville is is not an SEC city. That would be the thing that I would say. It feels like you're not even there for a game. You you never until the game is about to be played and there are actually a few thousand people. Yeah, it's going not the tailgating camaraderie. It's basically a vacation. But it's a great town. You're right to go there, and I mean people want to go there just for. So I'll go Athens, Nashville, Washington. Kentucky. Yeah, it's probably. Probably fair. All right, see what Copper Gators got for us. He joins us on the tailgate. What's up, dude? Gentlemen, uh, just want to uh, congratulate Pat on an excellent weekend, man. Uh, great thing for raising all that money for Stop Children's Cancer. I had an absolute bass blast on both Friday and Saturday, uh, man. And, and it's just such a good cause and good people. And also thanks to Jeff for hosting it out there at Ironwood. Man, we didn't have much of a better time, man. It was an awesome day. Couldn't have been much better, and Jeff did an amazing job. And, and I want to give Kyle mm-hmm. a shout-out again. Uh, talked to him today. The job he did to get that course from where it was a year ago to where it was Saturday and where it is now. I mean, that's the thing. I want to. I can't wait to go out there and just play uh, tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to no, try to sneak it, out there. It was, it's, it, it, it's in great shape. It's the best that I've seen it. Since coming here in 03, Pat, I mean, when I started moving to Gainesville. Yeah, so, no, I, I, I totally mean, it, I think, I mean, I go back to the old days of when it, when they called it Iron Weed, and I wrote it in the paper one time, Iron Weed, and they got mad at me. But, uh, this, <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about in the, you know, 1990s. So. Yeah, and I'm talking 20 years for me, so that's saying something. Yeah. Uh, that's dating me a little bit. But anyway. I think it's you know, the best, yeah, I think it's the best it's ever been. I really do. Um, you know, also, you know, good luck to Buholtz tonight, Jeff. I know that they've got a big, tough game against Winter Spring. Even though they're the eighth seed, they seem like they're swinging their bat well based off the seed, uh, based off the scores from the games. You got anything insight on them tonight? No, they, their their lineup's good. They're they're really hot, obviously. Um, the guy that is throwing for them is actually committed to UCF. Yep. So um, he, but he's he's a twenty-five, I think. So he is. Um, 
He's probably like mid eighties, mid yeah. mid to high eighties. Yeah. So it's it's I mean it's it's hittable. I think that's where yeah. Buholtz is going to win this game. They've got to be able to just outslug the uh, the other guys. But they've been really hot. Just like you know, you look at what, what Winter Springs has done. Buholtz won eight or nine in a row now, and they've thrown it well. Yep. They, they've hit well, and they've got a a little it factor to them right now. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think a a lot of people are going to be there tonight. So it should be a fun atmosphere. Yeah, and then lastly, you know, it's it's very rare, and I don't know if I've ever seen it, Jeff. When was, when was the last time we swept Vandy? I, well, I 2018, actually. It wasn't that long oh, ago. got it? Yeah, and I mean, it's I just was... it's really weird because Sully is now 21 or 22-5 and five at home against Vandy. Like, it's it's a crazy number. And nobody does that to Vandy. And then we go up there, and it's obviously not as good. But Sully right. overall against Vandy is like thirty-two and twenty. So he's just he's That's really done a good job, and nobody else has been able to say that they can do that. And and it puts them right in the hunt. And and I know that to me, an SEC regular season championship doesn't carry as much weight as maybe an SEC tournament championship because I think the tournament's so much harder to win. But to think about how many teams are in the top ten in the SEC this year alone and how Tennessee ran away with it last year with, what, four losses or something mm-hmm. like that. If, if they can get through, I think if they take two of three, I think Arkansas potentially loses two of three. to. They got Vandy, right? So I, I don't know Vandy, how it's going to yeah. turn out. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but, you know, it, it's a great position to be in. I think they're I think they're in a place to host Supers now if they get through regional. Um, and, it's just a, and it's just a good place to be playing hopefully your two main series and back-to-back weekends at home. So we'll talk to you later, Files, and, and go Gators. All right, Copper Gator, thank you. Yeah. And, and Well, I think one thing, Jeff, is um, you don't want to go up there and, and not continue the momentum you have going. And even if, I'm not saying you have to sweep them. You know, at least you got to play well. You can't go up there and have one of those uh, where you get run rules. No, but also here's what Kentucky is. They've lost four games at home all year. Yeah. And they're number one RPI team in the country. Yeah. So it's not it's like not gonna e- be easy. Yeah. Even if you lost two out of three. Two out of three wouldn't bother me. You don't drop too much because of where, where they are RPI wise. Yeah, I would think that Florida's body of work is already good enough, but but the one thing you could do that would take you to a nine would be to lose three in a row and then lose the first game of the tournament. So win one, it'd probably be in good shape. Win two might win a conference championship. That'd be cool. I, I never will poo-poo conference championships nope. in, uh, at the University of Florida. Not at all. See what Byron's got for us today. Hey, Byron. <laughs> hey, guys. And, and I agree with that. I, boy, you know what? I, I become a Gator. I was born in 58, so I think I kind of discovered I'm going to school in 78, Howard Bishop. And ever since then, those championships have been coming, so I, I blame myself for of being a magnet because I don't know many we won before the 70s. Uh, and, and speaking of that, Coach Spurrier set a bar that I don't know if Coach Napier will ever reach. And, and why I say that, and I'll say this because my son and me got in an argument, Pat, and if I'm wrong, you can correct me because he showed one okay. to beat me up. But I, I said uh, it was easier, a little bit easier, it seemed like, when Coach Spurrier come into SEC. And where I'm going with that is someone called Steve Show the other day and said, what is the toughest sports in the SEC because it's the number one conference? So that's what I'm going to ask you, and I'm going to give you guys the three. Is it football? What's going to be the hardest to win an SEC championship in from here on? Baseball is the one we think. But football, 
baseball or basketball and even put in their gymnastics and some of the other stuff. But what is the toughest sports in the SEC? Thanks, guys. Go Gators! Well, Byron, Thanks, Byron. I, I will tell you this. Once Oklahoma and Texas come on board, softball will be the toughest sport because it's already brutal. I mean, there are 12 of the 13 teams got in, and now you're going to bring in the best program in the country in Oklahoma, and Texas is hosting a regional. So you're going to add that to the mix. So once it gets to that point. Yeah, because you've already got 12 that have made the tournament, yes, 12 so, out of 13. So next year, 14 out of 15 because only uh, Vanderbilt doesn't play. Yeah. softball but um i think that's the toughest i mean it's hard it's not easy to win it in anything that's the point it's not easy to win in football it's not easy to win in basketball certainly we've seen so many different yeah, champions it's not easy to win in baseball <laughs> no I, I to me and i'm not trying to be biased here but i would say baseball because of the amount of teams that get the omaha every year from the sec and then who ends up winning the College World Series. And you've got, if what, you, five or six different teams over the last maybe right. ten years that have won a baseball national title. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Florida. I'm trying to think of the uh, – so uh, Tennessee I'm, – I'm just trying to think of softball. Tennessee, Florida, Alabama. But, they, I mean, they get a lot of teams in. They, they, they I, maybe that's it. Maybe that's the list. You, you may be right. Baseball, you can make an argument. For baseball. Baseball's the hardest one to win. But when Oklahoma comes in, it'll be softball. That's fair. Yeah, that changes everything. That changes the, the totally the dynamic of Florida softball, and everybody every other team softball. You're you're bringing a program. Yeah, the SEC titles now just almost. Not attainable. They're fifty-two and one, or whatever this mm -hmm. year. It's ridiculous. And the, not only do they have—I don't think it's good for the sport. No, because not only do they have the best pitching staff and hitters, like they got best defense. I mean, everything. But, but nobody yeah. puts it in play, so it's easy to play defense. But they have three stud pitchers, so nobody can hit off of them. And then they just run rule everybody, so you can't win that way either. Yeah, Florida could use one. Stud pitcher. Yeah, just need one. Yeah, you can win with one. You really can. I mean, but I will say this. Um, Tim Walton's the first guy to kind of go with that pitching staff mentality for softball. And, and he had a lot of pitchers that could pitch and come in and, you know, even going back to uh, to Lauren Hager. I mean, they they also had other pitchers that could they could count on, you know, going back to Brombacher and um, – and now that's what I think a lot of teams are copying. They're saying, look, it's not enough to get one great pitcher. You've got to have two or three, and you've got to win a lot of games, and you've got to keep them fresh. So uh, that's what Oklahoma's done, and they've got a great pitching coach. We know that. That they do. Matt joins us next. Hey, Matt, welcome. Hey, guys. Hey, Pat, you really need to go to the square before you start casting any kind of uh, judgment. If you're going to put – I mean, you can't put LSU. LSU's horrible. I mean, just to get there, it's it's the worst bottleneck in the world to even get to that stadium. It's terrible. It's and not good. I I literally was <laughs> driving a car with all my, all the people in it, including Robbie, uh, and I, I literally parked the car and got out of the car. I said, I'm going to the game. What do you guys do from this point on? I Nobody will tell you where to go park. And that's, they will terrible. not tell you what you're parking 
pass. So you're right. I'm 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 a I'm putting Baton Rouge down to like seventh now because of that. Yeah, they're not good. And Ole Miss. Let me tell you something. And and, and yeah, Ole Miss is great. Yeah, uh, I we just campus. never been we we've been to the stadium, but and we've been to Memphis, but never to that square like you said it's supposedly it's really nice yeah well just yeah just the amount of things that they have matt I mean, we were just there for baseball a few weeks ago so i, I know and um walking around just the i mean steakhouse was great but then there's all these other places and then there's certainly party spots it's a little though <clears throat> i don't know it's it's maybe a little bougie with a lot of the boutiques and different things that i don't think yeah. a lot of gator fans would appreciate but it's it's fun to walk around um, and then, of course, the Grove is lights out. But well, I just, it, as as far as just a town in general, like once you walk through the square once for one day, and I guess for football, yeah. that's all it is. But, yeah, yeah. you're done. You'd, you'd want something bigger to be able to do the rest of the time. Not not a lot of jean shorts, no. No. But let me tell you, let me, let me tell you, uh, only good-looking girls go there. All the unattractive girls, they go to State, Southern, and LSU. <laughs> that's yeah. true. <laughs> that I, I mean, that, Ooh, yeah. I'm, uh, he's not lying. Everywhere you look, you're just like you're hurting your neck. Well, I think that uh, again, I've been there, and it, it's very similar in, in uh, Lexington. Sundresses and boots. I mean, that is the SEC. When you see that that walking down the street, like five girls in sundresses and boots, she looks like, hmm, maybe I should have gone here. People don't wear boots at to go to Florida football games because it's too hot. There's a few, not many, but not a lot. Yeah, it's different. Different in the like Florida's not in the South. That's been my argument all along. It's not in the South. No, it's on the equator. Yeah, basically, it's yeah, it's different. Florida's different from everywhere else. Not in a good way all the time. All right, we're gonna take a break. We'll come back and continue. The conversation you are listening to the tailgate, our second hour brought to you by Meldon Law. They won't back down. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about. And the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into awful pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. 
From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold Hold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Isolated sea breeze showers will continue working inland and east throughout the evening. They'll die out a few hours after sunset. Overnight, partly cloudy skies turning mostly clear, but areas of dense fog should develop by tomorrow morning, especially across interior locations. Low temperatures to start off our day near 70 degrees. Tomorrow afternoon, hot and humid highs near 90, scattered afternoon storms. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. You know your gardeners come at a certain time and a certain day, and then other people's gardeners are there when you try to take a nap, and they're there for like 30 minutes making noise. Loud. I'm talking loud lawnmowers. Yeah, very relatable. Like... I know everyone out there is going, I hate it. I know for one, I hate it for the gardeners. gardeners. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, back at it. Dools and Dozo here with you. About 20 minutes left. That's it. So if you want to uh, call about anything that's on your mind, feel free to do so. 392-8255. That's exactly what Brad did. Let's chat with him. Hey, Brad. Guys, what's going on? Hey, man. Uh... I just heard that guy say something about the girls at LSU aren't are, – that's where the ugly girls go. I'm sorry, but, I mean, there's two LSU girls going to be in the SI swimsuit edition this year. Yeah, I don't know gym, when the last gymnast. time uh, – Oh, yeah. Yeah, gymnast and a I basketball player. The, I don't know when the last time UF had a uh, athlete in the popular men's magazine of the day. Hmm, well, Jeff was in one. But anyway. <laughs> you did pose for – you did pose like a playgirl. Right? It was Hustler. Hustler. <laughs> ah. um, well, Heather Mitz was a uh, yeah, she was. swimsuit model. Well, that was so a long time ago. long time ago. Yeah. That was a while ago. But I was really calling um, – I didn't get a chance to listen yesterday, 
and I'm sure there were some great stories that were told that happened over the weekend at the Bob. And I just wanted to maybe you guys could relate one great story that uh, a behind the scenes moment maybe that had Robbie there or something. You know, I always like to hear a good Pat and Robbie story. But well, uh, the- if you got anything great from the duel, from the from the tournament this weekend, I'll listen. I'm going to jump off and. Thanks, uh, Brad. Sweet. Thanks, Brad. Thank you. The best story that I only found out Monday, which I wish I had found out Saturday because we would have presented the Wood Memorial, was uh, Chris Harry hitting the t- uh, hitting on 10, the par 3, and hitting the women's tee and then coming back over his head. I mean, I, I, so you hit the tee marker. Hit the tee marker, yeah. Coming back over his head. But um, I, I, my favorite story uh, for me – personally was that I didn't want the tournament to end. I usually wanted to get over with. I just want to get to the end of it and get everybody in. But it was such a beautiful day and everybody was having so much fun. That to me is what I'll always remember about that tournament is how when I thought it was, I thought it was over because we went down 13 and 12 and there was nobody on it. And finally there was somebody on 11. I went, oh, it's not over. I, I thought it was over. I was trying to get back. And uh, turned out somebody was holding somebody up, but uh, Can't but I do think that. no, I think a lot of it was they were holding it up because ten was the hole for everybody to be at. They had so much fun there, um, but I was so happy they were still playing. I usually I'm like, good, it's over. Let me let me get the prizes out. And I could just relax and stop. But this was the first time I've ever felt like like I just wanted it to keep going. So it tells you a lot about it. Means there could be a 29th. Mm. Well, then obviously you can't stop on that. You at least got to do it on a round. I can number. stop anytime I want. 28 a round number. It's an even number. Luke Heyman. Is that his number? Mm-hmm. Name another famous 28. I'm trying to think of a football 28. I can't think of one. Yeah, I don't know. You guys got one? Adrian Peterson. All day, was he twenty eight? Yeah, was, yeah, he yeah. was. It's good. It's a good one. Pat's bad at numbers. So. I am, but I'm pretty good at Florida football numbers. And I'm trying to think of twenty eight. I think Doc Pollard might have been twenty. <laughs> now deposed coach at Gainesville. <laughs> yeah, Ian um, Scott's there now. Yeah, Ian showed up. He that did. was so great was to, nice see to see him Saturday. He showed up because um, he's. Good friends with Adam Brewer, of course, who uh, did the uh, lunch. And uh, as always, it was that that the there's another good part of it. The only time I really eat at that tournament is after everybody's do- it's all done, and then I get the Adams to eat. But they made us a nice plate too to take home, so I had it for lunch and dinner. And I tell you what, I ate a lot for dinner because it was during the break while you guys were sitting there waiting on your hot dogs. I don't know what you had for for, uh, dinner at the ballpark Saturday night. I didn't because I ate so much Adams. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's what I ate while you guys were goofing off. Yes, that was was good. All right, There should be a thing where you you let me know when the game's going to restart. Yep, that would have been better. Getting some uh, text coming in. And uh, some famous 28s. Good one. PG says Warwick Dunn. Of course, that's Ooh, right. Yeah. Uh, Fred, Gator, Gator. And I would have uh, gotten to Nemesis. some of these. Fred, Fred Taylor was 28. Porter says that. Um, really? Yeah. That doesn't seem right. That is right. 
Taylor Maine. How about the fastest man in football? Bob Hayes. Daryl Green. Oh, that that fastest guy. 28. And then uh, Eric Estaldo chimed in and says he was 28 in the minors with the Braves. So maybe the most famous 28 right that, there. That takes a cake right there. And uh, Eric Estaldo. Oh, yeah, no. So, yeah, it's not... Not Fred Taylor. That was wrong. Fred Taylor's 21. Yeah, I was going to say. So, I didn't, yeah, 28 didn't sound right. I should know. I tackled that guy. Dave Justice well, did. you say you tackled Dave him. Justice There's did wear no, 28 for the Braves, now that I start to think about some things. Um, There's still no video evidence well, Taylor was Taylor was 21 him. for the Gators, 28 for the Jags. So they're oh. both both right. Now that I think, yeah. as I start to think about it. So both of those are right. Um, God, uh... Marshall Falk was 28 back in the day. He was great. He was. He was great. Yeah, um, tremendous player. Uh, we could play this game all day. A lot, yeah. of, lot of fun. And then uh, good old you Tim, Tim Hayes just shouted out, Buster Posey. Yes. You know who's not 28? Anybody in the NBA because you'd have to be able to go. Two. Sorry, I can't no. no, you can't. Can you um, tell me, speaking of catchers, since Tim pointed out Buster Posey. Yeah. Who hit the most home runs ever as a switch hitting catcher? I know the answer to this, but I've got to remember it. Um, I'm going to... Golly, I know the answer to this. Not Ted Simmons? Mm Mm-mm. No? That's a good guess, though. Not Carlton Fisk. Um, Biff Pokorova? <laughs> no. <laughs> Biff Tanner? From, from Back, Back to the, to the Future. Future? I mean, he. Biff Lohman from. He, uh, he did know how to win all the bets, so, I mean, he probably could have put himself Pete in. Pete Rose there. was a catcher? Nope. I give up. Jorge Posada. Well, okay. I never would have guessed that. Okay. Well, then good. I didn't even. Think about him. But you're right. That's, that's a, good a lot. All right, we need a break. We'll uh, knock out our final one. Ten minutes to go when we come back, and then it's a uh, big night at Bobcat Park. Get your butts over to Buholtz tonight. Root on the boys. See if they can uh, get to the final four. You're listening to The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ellie Shree. In Gators Baseball, Florida standout Jack Caglione has been named a John Olerud two-way player of the year semifinalist. Caglione has continued to prove to be a jack-of-all-trades as Florida's Sunday starter and the nation's home run leader. In Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays are set to begin a three-game series tonight against the Mets. Catch coverage right here at 6.30. Staying on the diamond, there's a ton of local high school baseball as well as softball postseason action tonight. For baseball, tonight's games include Buholtz versus Winter Springs, Columbia versus Clay, and North Marion versus Bishop Moore. In softball, Williston hosts Dixie County, and Santa Fe travels to Hernando. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ellie Shreve. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettles got it. 
at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence in, and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well, I think the biggest thing is that, that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Considering buying a lab-grown diamond versus a natural diamond? IDC owner Keith LeClaire says, be careful. These machine-made diamonds are being mass-produced, and the value appears to be dropping fast. If they can create 130 carats per machine per day, and you've got 5,000 people that are growing at that level, do you know how much is already stockpiled? You're talking about millions of carats. Now you're talking about a product that was $5,000 just three years ago is now down to almost zero. So when trying to choose between between a natural diamond and a lab-grown diamond, proceed with caution. Why would you put your money in something that devalues faster than food you eat? Before you propose, come to International Diamond Center and get the facts about diamonds from our non-commissioned experts. Learn how diamonds are priced and graded on the world market and educate yourself on the latest trend of lab-grown diamonds. I want people to know that IDC is about protecting them. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point and always at ShopIDC.com. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we welcome you back. A few minutes to go. Uh, we got reminded, although this was, and I, I was saving it to actually be funny, so I'm glad that all the uh, the people that, that did call over the break, that means everybody knows the uh, the legend, Chris Doring, but we were gonna we were gonna make fun of it and have fun because Chris's fiftieth birthday is this weekend, so it he's is, yeah. heading out of town, having a good time. He's going down to Miami to party it up, and I wish I could go, but I'll be in Lexington. But uh, so those that did call to let us know that it is Doring's birthday, we were gonna actually play it off and say he, he probably forgets because he's so old now that <laughs> it's his birthday coming up. But yes, I think Chris Doring was certainly a great number twenty-eight. Wow, maybe the best of all time. Uh, in terms of Gators, uh, but yeah, I mean that, that. I guess maybe I'm getting old, so I I, I forget people's numbers. Forty one. Yeah, I'll never forget that one. Easy Tom Seaver. Tom Seaver <laughs> was good. Thirty one. Greg Maddox. That's unbelievable, though, that Chris Doring is turning fifty. Yeah, I mean that makes us feel old. 
It makes everybody in the world feel old, I think. Every, every Gator fan out there, again, Chris looks like he's still 28, but well, I guess he looks it, like he's his number. He does. I, I think he looks more fit now than he did yeah. as a player. Especially as a freshman player. Yeah. And back when Mick made the Thorings got a touchdown, Mick had hair. So maybe that's how old it was. <laughs> old he is now, you can tell. That's a good point. That's a good point. Sean Kelly was probably like nine years old yeah. back when that happened. Um, I wasn't at that game, which, in fact, the, when I uh, went to the, the game would have been two years later, the first time I went to Lexington for a football game. I asked Robbie, I go, which end zone was it that Dorian's got a touchdown? I wasn't sure, and he, he told me. But, um, it was the right one. Yeah, but I mean, I didn't know that because it was left on my – TV. Okay. I, anyway. Um, so, yeah, Doring, Doring's been a great friend of mine for a long time. I can't believe I didn't – I goofed up on that. I I mentioned Doc Pollard and not Chris Doring, okay, <laughs> as, as famous 28. That should basically eliminate me from being in the uh, Florida Hall of Fame for life. Which he is. He is, yes. He is in the the Hall of Fame. We uh, put Bill Reichert in the Hall of Fame this weekend, in the in the Bob Dooley Hall of Fame. Bill Reichert, who owns uh, Ballyhoo, and out there with the uh, fried gator tail. Did you get any of that? I did on uh, hole seventeen. Yep, got that. That was my second to last hole, so I was able to scrape a few down. Man, that's unbelievable that they still made it. Think about that. We had 120 golfers, and they they were serving. That still at the very end. So. Yeah, there was a lot. And shout out to Bill Weikert, Bobby D today. They uh, actually gave the uh, pregame meal to the Buholtz baseball team. I heard that. I heard they were doing that. So. That they had a nice, um, nice uh, choice there of of things to get. So the players. So if they win, it's all because of Bill Weikert, Ballyhoo. Yeah, we'll give them we'll give them total props tomorrow. Yes. Uh, Robbie and I, when we do the show, I promise you. Yeah, you better. If they lose, though, we're not going to blame them, unless three of the people got sick. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't think that that would never happened to me there. Believe me, I've been there a million times. Yeah, we don't want them pulling a. Uh, dang it! Running back from the Birmingham Bowl. Oh, Adam Lane. Adam, no. <laughs> yeah, it was Adam Lane. That. Pooped his pants. Yeah. <laughs> it was Adam Lane? Yeah, it was, it was Adam, Adam Lane. Lane. Yeah. That was his best game he ever. He did really too. good that day. Yeah. Except he pooped his pants. You can see the skid marks. Oh, you can see more than that. It was pretty bad. That was... Uh, that was Dante Fowler's final game. And he was great that day. I will love Dante Fowler for the rest of my life because of that, that game. That was such a crappy oh, stadium, awful. though. And it was terrible atmosphere and everything it was everything was bad except how hard they played yeah and i always gave dj durkin a lot of credit for that as an interim coach getting those that out of those guys and i remember i'll never forget dante fowler in the uh post-game um, press conference saying i don't want to take this jersey off i don't i i still don't want to take it off. i'm done i don't want to take it off i want to keep it the rest of my life that was a gfl a gator for life but not everybody's a d i mean now I, I again, I know that this big guy went to the quarterback Rioli, Royola, whatever his name is, went to committed to Georgia. His number one guy he says, "I'm I'm coming, I'm going home, I'm going home." 
No, you're going to where you want to play next year, and you may not be there the following year. That's what it is for everybody. So don't tell me you're going home. Anybody, guys who want to come to Florida, don't say, I'm coming home. You're coming here. You're starting your career here. Where it goes from here, we'll find out. We have no idea. The portal's open. Not always open, but it's open a lot of the time. So I, I just it, it it's become the new thing of of these commits and people that are transferring to say, I'm going home, I'm coming home, or whatever. And I'm I'm it drives me nuts. You're transferring from your home to another home, and it could be the next and then you could be in another home next year. And you'll go, now I'm going home. Now I'm really going home. Next thing you know, you can get drafted and go, I'm going home. To the Eagles, <laughs> it it there's a lot of thi- little things that irritate me. That's one of them. Okay, that's all I'm saying. So that will not make the what made you smile. No, we already did the what made you smile yesterday, didn't we? No, no, we did a Sir Pro cleanup. Well, you want me to do a what made me smile? If you can do Edmund it. Boyd again, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Edmund Boyd because all that, week long that did make me smile. Smile, especially the high fives he got when he got into the dugout. Yeah. That was really cool. And I think motivated those. It just shows you how loose the Gator baseball team's playing. And they're having a good time. They're enjoying it. They didn't let a couple of bad hiccups on the road bother them. And they're they're confident bunch. You could see that with those guys yesterday, the four guys that were at Alumni Hall. And mm-hmm. They were just just really good guys and really loose and happy. And you know, I, I just, I don't know. I like this team a lot. It's, it's really cool, too. You had Brandon Sprout sign your butt cheek. So then now you'll have that tattoo made. I don't recall that happening, but if it did happen, uh, I think they I'll, threw they threw some alcohol in the yogurtology because I can't believe you don't remember that. Uh, well, maybe they uh, roofied me. I don't know. Maybe so. All right, appreciate uh, everybody for tuning in today. Again, uh, best of luck to the Buholtz Bobcats tonight. Newberry is in the uh, the final four as well. So a couple of local teams trying to do some really good things. Um, Pat will be back with Robbie tomorrow as I fly to Lexington and uh, see if those Gators can get it done one more time for the regular season. Daniel produced today. He was awesome for Mr. Dooley. See you. I am Mr. Cardozo. Cheers, everybody. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.